You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol, and hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 93, Remembering Deepens Our Relationships. You know, there's only seven more programs until we reach that magic triple-digit number of 100 episodes. And in three days, we'll also mark the fifth anniversary of the day my book was published, entitled Them, The Richer Life Found in Caring for Others. Few people know this, but the book was selected by Writer's Digest as the best inspirational book of 2016. Well, if you remember back to 2016, you may recall there was a real lack of inspiration that year. So the competition wasn't too tough. Nevertheless, I felt honored that the book won this award. And this anniversary is inspiring me to offer the book to our listeners at 25% off the retail price, good through the end of the month. All proceeds of the sale of the book go to support our missionary care ministry, Caring for Others. So to get the book, you simply have to go to our Caring for Others website page, which is caringforothers.org forward slash store to order the book. caringforothers.org forward slash store to get the book. Now be sure to enter the coupon code in the discount coupon field, and that code is 2016. I want to talk about a question a friend of mine raised several months ago in a meeting at our house. The meeting was for a group of leaders and interested people in our church who wanted to raise their skill level in caring for people in their small groups. In that meeting, we talked about the importance of setting aside our needs and concerns for a time so we could tune into people in our group, tune into them undistracted by issues or things that we are dealing with ourselves. This creates an environment where we can ask others clarifying and follow-up questions to get to know them better and to deepen our relationships with them. At the end of the meeting, my friend Chris sitting next to his wife on our little blue sofa, said, I finally get this. I really do. I really do understand the idea that we need to not be so self-absorbed and to not be thinking about our own issues. I really do get that. But what's next? What do I do now? Today's show will attempt to answer Chris's very important question. I want to answer Chris's question in the context of what we've been considering the past few episodes, the aura principle of deepening our relationships. You'll remember that, don't you? That is, if we want deeper relationships, it's helpful to O, observe people, R, remember something about them, then A, ask them questions, O-R-A, observe, remember, ask. We started this series with asking questions, then backtrack to observing people so that you have something to ask them about. 
Today, we talk about that all-important aura principle in the middle, remembering. Remembering things about people. Remembering what they told us and remembering what we observed about them. So let's start with the problem of remembering. I have found that deepening a relationship is not a linear process. It's not a step-by-step orderly process like baking a cake or building a house. It's more like a circle where you jump in on one part and you may go forward, you may go clockwise for a while, and then you may go back counterclockwise. Well, one of the problems, I think the problem with remembering, is that we are a forgetful people. We just are prone not to remember. Remembering or not forgetting is mentioned often in the Bible. The book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 8 in particular, mentions at least four different times the importance of remembering or not forgetting. In this case, it's to not forget all that God has done for the children of Israel and to remember to obey his commands. Just this morning, I came across another, another verse about remembering. It's uh, Psalm 113, verse 2, where King David writes, Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things that he does for me. All this to say that remembering is difficult for us. It's not our natural inclination. We normally do not default to remembering. Yet it's really important, which is the second point I want to make in today's episode, the importance of remembering. Getting back to the Bible in in the second chapter of the Gospel of John, there are at least two instances recorded about the disciples remembering something from Scripture or their prior encounter with Jesus. Remembering the past helps us understand the present in our relationships. Birthdays, for example, are all about remembering. Birthday celebrations, surprise birthdays. So are holy days, like Christmas and Easter. These are about remembering. National holidays, like Memorial Day, Thanksgiving Day, and Independence Day here in the U.S., are about remembering. Every culture, every nation around the globe has days set aside to remember. Imagine what it would be like if we forgot Christmas, if we forgot Easter, if we forgot Memorial Day. What if we didn't remember Thanksgiving and Independence Day? Life is just so much richer when we remember these events in our history. And it's especially true in our relationships. Our relationships are so much richer when we remember often the small things, the little things, and the big things. Thirdly, there are great benefits to remembering. Because remembering is about where we and others have come from. It's important to remember that because it sets the context for the present and the future. In the life of the church, remembering is very important. Communion is all about remembering. All the verses about communion refer to Jesus saying, As often as you do this, Do it in remembrance of me. Remembering gives us context with people. It adds meat to the bones of our relationship. How well we remember is an indication of the depth of our relationship with another person. 
You know, it's also important to remember the bad stuff, too. Remember the bad patterns of behavior in others. Because it helps us to predict what the future will be like in that relationship. And we can avoid relationships because of remembering. I can remember from my recruiting days how remembering well was a very helpful skill. When candidates would cancel interviews and do other things that established a pattern of behavior that was counterproductive to filling a job opening we were working on, we would often just not work with that candidate anymore. Conversely, if we had a client that had real difficulty making a decision, we would note that pattern, we would remember that pattern, and try not to work with them and move on to another client who did not have that difficulty. Finally then, how do you remember? It's easy to say, but hard to do. How do you remember? Well, one way to remember is to reduce the busyness in our life so that we have room in our mind and heart for things worth remembering. Get rid of the mental and emotional clutter that frees up space in our minds and our hearts to remember things important to the people in our life. That's one thing we can do. I have found that when we pray for people, that helps us to remember. If we know of a difficulty someone is going through, and we pray about that for that person, that helps us to remember what our friend or other person that's important to us, what they're going through in life. Writing things down is another way that we can remember. That's pretty obvious. Another way to remember is to use what we see and what we observe. And when we do this well, we'll be reminded of things. You'll think to yourself, Oh yeah, when I saw X do Y, I thought of Z. Maybe, maybe I should ask him about it. You know, football players have playbooks. And they repeat the same plays over and over again so that when they're in a game, they don't have to remember exactly what to do. It becomes second nature to them. You don't want to have to think in the heat of the moment, in the heat of, a, of an important ball game. Well, in relationships, it's the, same, it's the same way. You want to make it so that the things that we remember just come naturally, that we increase our memory skills by practicing. A sign that we are remembering well is when we can go from remembering to being intuitive, where it's wired or rewired into our DNA. It's step four of the relational skill development that we talked about before, unconsciously skilled, where you remember things about another person without even trying. I got an email last uh, last month from one of our listeners, Dorcas, who is a uh, missionary in serving in England, and she touched on this subject, and I'll just read a little bit of what she wrote. She said, So two things stuck out with your aura principle. One, you nailed it when going over reasons why people say they don't ask questions of each other, like they would be nosy. You were right, exclamation point. I smiled when you said that's a cop-out, and it is a cop-out. Some people just don't want to get involved or go deeper. The second thing that brought comfort and encouragement was reminding me observing, remembering, asking is a skill. It's a skill. And like any skill, it takes repetition and practice. 
Even old dogs can learn new tricks or improve on ones that have gotten rusty. Refreshing. Thanks, John. Well, thank you, Dorcas. Another way of looking at this is that remembering is like a bank. We make deposits into it and also withdrawals from it. One good principle is to deposit more than you withdraw. I used to ask my grandkids when they were much younger, hey kids, what are we doing? And their response, I taught them this, uh, we're making memories, Grandpa. We're making memories. And making memories is a way of making a deposit. Make deposits in the memory banks of others that they can withdraw from later. Funeral services are like this, where family and friends of the deceased share memories of the person who died. It's withdrawing from our memory bank what the person deposited into our account before they passed on. And always, of course, we can pray to God that he will help us remember. Ask God. He'll show you. He'll help you remember. And another thing you could do in response to today's episode and this whole concept is to let me and your fellow listeners know what resonated with you about today's episode. The easiest way is to put your thoughts in an email and send them to me, john at caringforothers.org, or you can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. If you forget everything else, here's, here's just the one thing I hope you remember from today's episode. It's this. Work at remembering things about the people in our life to the point it's no longer work. Set aside our own concerns and needs occasionally to create space to remember important data about the important people in our life. It really does go a long way to deepening our relationships with others. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act by remembering what people have said and what you observe about them. In doing so, you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today, and I look forward to seeing you next week. So, goodbye for now.